said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Every single day, each and every night, bite. That's my word. I'm screaming, bite. I'm screaming, bite. Every single day, each and every night, bite. That's my word. I'm screaming, bite. Now what that mean? I say, bitch, I'm trying to eat. Bitch, I'm trying to eat. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It. Episode 50. Finally made the halfway mark. <laughs> it's been a journey, but episode 50. Whole squad in the building, C in the building, Gert in the building, Wolves in the building. Um, yeah, so um, uh, I want to start this week on a topic that kind of was a lingering topic. Um, so a few weeks ago, maybe about a month or so ago, um, probably even more than that, uh, Farrakhan gave a address to the people on the 4th of July. And, you know, Farrakhan was Farrakhan. He said what he said or whatever. Now, one of the things about Farrakhan that rub a lot of people the wrong way is his takes on the Jewish community right or wrong or indifferent, but that's a lot of people's uh, reason for not liking him because they call him anti-Semitic, so on and so forth. So on the heels of that, you know, he said, he, he spoke about the Jewish com community um, or Jewish people unapologetically like he always has. And yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but like he always had, because I'm, you know, I'm basically highlighting the consistency of who he has been. And we have Vlad, who I guess is Jewish, or his parents, one of his parents is Jewish, or something like that. He came out, uh, misquoted the minister, basically, you know, pushed propaganda that kind of supports the claims of him being anti-Semitic. And a lot of people in the hip-hop community, a lot of people in the Islam community, um, they rightfully so had something to say about it. And so we've been, we've been kind of talking about this since, since the summertime. Well, recently, um, Royce the 5'9", I've been seeing him doing a lot of talking recently, um, and I've enjoyed it. I've liked his takes. I think he might have you know, a future in podcasting or something, because I just like, I like to hear him talk. And he was kind of, he made a video a few weeks ago saying, look, we can't allow Vlad to disrespect the minister the way that he has. He needs to have more reverence for his name. He needs to put more respect on his name. But ultimately, we need to hold him accountable for spewing false narratives when it comes to somebody like the minister, because like him, a like him or hate him, he has been one of, those, one of those representatives for our community, for black people. And he's like, look, he needs to apologize for the shit that he was saying. Vlad, the only thing that he did do was he took down his post. He said, oh, I misquoted it, and I didn't, I didn't say the right thing on the quote. But Royce was like, nah, we need more than that. We need you to acknowledge, because you've already self-admitted that you're a guest in the house of hip-hop, 
So if you're a guest, then you need to show respect as a guest. You profit off of our culture. All you do is focus on the worst parts of our culture. And we need you to apologize. So him and my son hopped on Instagram Live, and they were debating it, and they were talking about it. So I'll bring it to the floor, but um, <clears throat> I'm assuming everybody here saw the whole back and forth. Um, first, I want to I wanna throw it to Gert. Um, what was your take on their whole exchange? So it wasn't it wasn't that Royce was saying fat uh Vlad needs it it was Royce trying to allow Vlad the opportunity to do right on his own without being pushed into doing something. Um my take from what Royce was saying. Um and my son Press Vlad. You probably should have came to me last. So I could some but my son fucking um pressed Vlad. And my son got out of Vlad what he felt like he required. Now when Royce pressed him, Vlad name dropped my son saying, Yo, this nigga said I was good to cause conflict between the both of them, like a person of his caliber stature would do. Um, it's nothing new to me. So the two of them went on live debating. And, you know, I don't know if it's, this is like a little sidebar, but to me, it be seeming like rappers have a really hard time articulating themselves. Yeah, I feel that way or not. Whenever I see rappers talk, for them to be so good with words, writing, it seems like when they talk and they can never find the right words to, to sum up what the fuck they trying to say and be clear cut. Because to me, it sounds like my son was trying to nicely, my son was trying to nicely tell Royce, yo, keep my fucking name out your mouth. And he couldn't find the correct. That's the only thing I could see where it wasn't. He didn't know how to respectfully say, yo, dog, all that shit is cool, but keep my fucking name out your mouth. Don't mention me and nothing. And Royce was kind of telling him, yo, dog, when there's some shit like this, we all need to be on the same front. We all need to be united no matter what it is. When you go talk to that nigga, you supposed to tell that nigga, now you got to do whatever the lowest nigga on the totem pole tell you to do. It ain't no getting out of it. You got to do whatever niggas is telling you to do, you got to do that plus three. And that ain't the energy he went to him with. But it, 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 it highlighted to me the difference between New York and other places, right? So, my son being from New York, I think other places in the world really don't realize there's no hierarchy in New York. There's no one nigga you could check in with in New York and you good everywhere. And all of these other cities have that. So, that's what was more fucking a telltale sign to me than anything else was that. New York is not like 
And, uh, you know, I think this even goes back to the Biggie and Tupac shit, if you want to go back that far. But most people, when they look to New York, they think of, you know, this nigga got this statute, so everybody in New York is under that umbrella. And it's not. What somebody tells you in the Bronx don't mean shit once you cross the bridge and go to Manhattan. It don't mean shit once you cross the bridge and go to uh, Brooklyn. Queen, whatever, Yonkers. It don't mean shit once you cross them lines. And other people, I don't think people could really fathom that when they talking to New York niggas. See, what's that say? Oh, I didn't, um, I didn't watch it, but um, just hearing you guys, <laughs> sorry, um, I was busy this week. Just hearing you guys summarize about it. <laughs> I, I did see what Royce had to say about Minister Paracon, and I agree, but, um, Vlad, I think Vlad is like, my son is like my, my, he was like, they cool. Like that's his friend or whatever. So I think that's like his best black friend. So I kind of feel like he was like, all right, I said some messed up stuff. I'm going to go ask my black friend, how do I make it right? So he went to ask his black friend, how do we make it right? And I feel that there was an apology needed. You don't just take down the stuff and do all of that. You see, Nick Cannon had to go on a whole apology tour and that's to what, make it right. That's what Royce was trying to point out to him. He couldn't fathom that. that. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, why don't they have to do that when it comes to us? Like, you just could take some stuff down and you just could be like, oh, okay, this is this. But that's why, because I did hear what Royce said that time. Because he did say, hey, when we do something, we have to go on a whole apology tour. We have to jump through hoops and everything. But why is it when they say something racist or wrong about our leaders, we just say, oh, okay, this is enough. So that's not enough. Like just doing that is not sufficient. And with the whole New York thing, um, I don't think that that's true that it's the only city where you have to do that stuff at. Because I mean, you could say that for a bunch of cities. You could probably even say that for Detroit. But I don't think... Um, nah. It's like trick, trick. It's like certain niggas like that. Like, But those are the people that you hear. Those are the only people that you hear. It's real niggas that's in the street. If that, you call, and this is only my perception, I don't know, but it seems like if you call trick, trick in Detroit, you're good throughout the whole Detroit. But that's how they perceive it to be. That's not probably what it is. I'm but it's saying not, it's not perceived to be like that in New York, is what he's saying. Yeah, but that could be because people will be like, "Oh, I call Mayno or whatever, and Mayno had me straight or whatever." Or when I come out here, because New York is so like New York has different people everywhere. That's what. I'm and New York has different rappers and everything. But that's what. But this kind of like what I'm saying is that you hear one name that's like. Okay, that's Detroit, and that's Trick Trick. Oh yeah, I call it Trick Trick, whatever, whatever. But these are all celebrities saying that. Right. You're not getting the celebrity. I mean, they might just be saying Trick Trick's name because they can't say the street nigga name who they go to Detroit and and fuck with or whatever. You can't what say. What I'm saying is that there's nobody like that in New York. When you go to New York, you gotta fuck with niggas from each borough. You can't go, yo, Mano. Had me good in the Bronx. Niggas don't give a fuck about Mano in the Bronx. But Mano might know somebody who got to connect in the Bronx that you'll be good with. It might be like that, but I'm, oh, well, whatever. I'm not trying to get down deep down in the rabbit hole. All I'm saying is we don't know. 
because we don't. So we hear that one in one area or one zone or whatever, but we don't know. Like you really don't. I think, his, I think his only point is the fact that because we don't know about New York, it appears that we know about other places. It appears that when you go to L.A. and you hit Uncle Snoop, Snoop go have you good and you good. When you go to fucking, I don't know, wherever, you know what I'm saying? Like, but Snoop is not the whole, like, L.A. I, I mean, but, but no, my you're point, right. I understand so that. That's why but, I don't get what you're saying, because you're just, you're just saying a person's name is what you're saying. No, a person, no. No, I'm telling you how I'm interpreting that. You're saying a person's name. You're not saying, like, where they have you good at. You're saying, okay, Snoop is going to have me good in the whole L.A. No, Snoop might have me good in Long Beach. Snoop might have me good in Compton, whatever. But he's not going to have me good in the whole freaking L.A. That's not the same. I mean, that's the same thing as me saying that in New York, Mano is going to have me good in Brooklyn or whatever, but he's not going to have me good in the Bronx, like, or the whole New York. You can't say, oh, I'm going to go to New York and hit a pole. I'll be good in the whole New York. No, you can't say that. And you can't say that about L.A. either. Have you ever heard of anybody checking in in New York? Yes, I've heard people checking in New York. I've never heard of them. Yeah. They say, I've heard people say they've checked in with Mano. I've heard people say they've checked in with certain, like, I mean, well, not to just keep saying his name or whatever, but, like, with certain people throughout certain cities, they get they connect with them to make sure that they're okay from out of town. T.I. was talking about, he checked in, I mean, not checked in necessarily, but like, basically I got some friends in the Bronx or whatever. They got me, like they're good. They, they keep me straight. They tell me how to move. Like people don't just come to New York and just do stuff in New York like that. So F, F, I want to get your take on it. What do you think about that point and then also, what do you think about the Royce and my son uh, conversation? Well, the Royce, the Royce and my son shit, they just were saying the same shit however many hours. But they, they was unique at saying <laughs> that shit differently every time. But none, <laughs> nonetheless, my son was saying, look, bro, he misquoted the, 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 uh, the minister. I told him, oh, for me, just take it down and, and, and um, issue that you misquoted the minister. If you want to apologize, apologize. But don't apologize just to be apologizing. Apologize if you want to. But at minimum, for me, you got to correct your wrongs and la da da. Royce, on the other hand, was like, that's not good enough for me. He has to apologize even if he's not apologetic. He has to apologize because that's the minister and every time we do something even if we're not apologetic we got to motherfucking have press conferences and go motherfucking kiss babies and all this stuff to show and prove that we're apologetic to jews which and and, and, and let me touch on that too because people got this misconception that jews is a race it's nothing jews is just nothing but people who study judaism mm -hmm. so we have to like kind of get that out of our psyche a little bit there because we always assume like you know jews is a race like the way they talk about it is like all right you know black lives matter they you know what i mean you assassinated our character that's a whole race you coming at one particular being because of the 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 color of their skin or the nationality or whatever but judah jews 
are just people who study Judaism, no, no different than Christians and Catholics, Muslims. And doesn't matter what color you are. You could be a black Jew, white Jew, Spanish Jew. You a Jew, but that's a, that's a whole nother. So they get that and twisted with that, and then that's how that went. And then they they basically said that for five hours, mad different ways. I didn't even know you could say that 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 different ways. How they said it. <laughs> Now, as far as the, what, what you want to know, the turf, the, the check-in on the turf? Yeah. Checking in was the second question? What was the second question? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, what you mean, like checking in? Like, if, do we have to check in? Not do we have to check in, but more so, Gert was saying that he feels like New York is one of the only cities where it seems like there is no one person to actually check in with, like it appears to be like that in, say, a Detroit, where if you go to Detroit, if you holler at Trick Trick, you good, versus New York, maybe because of so many boroughs or whatever the case may be, but it doesn't seem like there's a person that you can hit and be good. So the question was, how do you feel about that? Do you agree, disagree? Like, what's your thoughts on on that? No, I, I agree with Gert. I think what's missing from New York, not necessarily like one person, but there's definitely no chain of command. You feel what I'm saying? At least when you go to other cities, whether it's one person or a couple people that's running the city or that's got the same kind of stain, it's somewhat got like a chain of command. The hierarchy. Yeah, it has, it has like you know, this person, capo, boss, Don, whatever, however you want to break it down. You know what I mean? New York is free fall, my nigga. Like, a nigga tomorrow could be like, I'm the king of New York now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, wake up two weeks from now and be like, I'm the king of New York now. Then after that, a month from later, I'm the king of New York now. That shit, straight chaos as far as, like, the... And but they do that in other cities, too. Correct, they do, but it's more structured, though. It's always going to be, like, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen in other cities. Let's say if you, if you go to if you go to LA, it might be 12 big homies that dictate LA. 15, 20. You go to Chicago, it might be, you know, the same thing. You go to Texas, it might be the same thing. You go to Atlanta, it might be eight, twelve. You go to Detroit, it might be five people that dictate it. You go to New York, you can't. Nigga's like, yeah, you good. Like, yeah, he, he, he yeah, I heard, I heard, and nigga, nigga hit you with the, yeah, I heard of him. <laughs> yeah, what's up? I heard of him. You know what I mean? I'm, that's, this is old, you, you in the wrong neck of the woods, though, but I heard of him. You know what I mean? That type of shit. That's how Jersey is, too. Jersey, New York, you know how that go. Philly, somewhat the same thing. Philly is a little bit on, on, on the same way. I think, I think once you get to like New York, Jersey, Connecticut, um, a little bit of Virginia. Niggas don't really care about that big homie shit, man. It's about who getting money. Big homie, who getting money? You getting money, you feeding the wolves? All right. So when that, when that runs out, then we eat on the big homie, and then the next nigga got the money. That's, the, that's how I go. That's how them niggas... And I think to, and I think to Gert's point, um, even bringing that up is speaking on my son's way of thinking because he's on his every man for himself. Like, I'm a man, as a man, I require certain things as a man, as an individual, but I don't speak for men. So if another man feels like he doesn't have to do something 
I am not going to tell another man what to do because he's a man. He do whatever the fuck he want to do. If he asks me a specific question and I give him a specific response and he does that, then we're right. good here's, as men. Here, but I don't speak for the here's whole Here's where community. I agree with Royce because in that aspect, yes. But then Royce is trying to break it down to the aspect of hip-hop being a culture. Going back to Jews right. who study Judaism. Now, if you're in hip-hop, you as an ambassador for hip-hop or a raptivist or whatever you're calling yourself, you should be ingrained in it to where you do speak for you, you know what I mean you do speak for the better part of hip hop. So if you do something, we gotta back you, vice versa. I think that's what Royce was trying to explain to him. That was. And I don't know if he got it. I don't think I don't think Mice got it at first. I think down the line he started getting it, but he still was saying like Eh, fuck all that, nigga. Fuck hip hop. <laughs> he called himself a rapidist? Nah, nah. He did? Huh? Nah. Oh, oh, I was gonna race say, what the hell? He got a. That was hard, though. A rapidist? <laughs> no, nah, that's what he called himself. Like, he called what? himself the raptivist. I didn't just. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't know just that. know that. No, I'm not that witty, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, he calls himself the raptivist because he still rap and he still be on some activist shit, so. I get I get the double entendre, but I'm just trying to figure out. <laughs> I'm trying I mean, to figure out. That's why. what I agree with Royce. Like, if you're in this, hip, that's the problem that I think that us as being in the hip hop culture, we don't treat it as such. We only treat it that way when it's being exploited, and we're not mad at the exploitation of it. And all of a sudden, it's like you can't do that to our culture, da da da. But when it's time for us to defend our culture, we be like, man, we divide it. Hey, yo, that shit ain't look like to y'all when um my son talking to Royce looked like Akon talking to my son. Yeah, that Royce did allude to that. He just did not want to get it. I'm gonna tell you, I'm. It looked like for me, it looked like their relationship. Vlad and my son relationship is something that my son wanted to keep behind the scenes. And Royce put it on Front Street. And the manner of which yeah, yeah. With the came money, out. He said, you, get, you know, nigga said he give you money. I mean, whatever yeah. you're doing on the side, that's your business. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? But we're talking about the, the minister. <laughs> Nothing. He, paying, he said he was paying. No, him. he is. That's six hours, bro. This is juicy. I know, like they both talk a lot, so that's why I didn't want to like even enter the chat. Like I was busy too, and I was this like, the "This first time, this the first time I seen niggas do it like an IG live, and niggas record it and had to do that shit like in parts. Like niggas be like, yo, this is my son and, and Royce Part Three. Like, <laughs> see what I mean? Like <laughs> usually you go on YouTube, you just can watch it straight through. You're like, nah, yo, you seen Part Four? Like, yo, that shit was crazy. He was getting in there, right? <laughs> And yeah, I did grocery <laughs> shopping and came out, it was still on. I took my son to the park and came out, it was still on. I got mad <laughs> shit done in between. The oh my God. Yeah, this, well, did a whole shift. Yeah, I went yeah, to work, got off, did wow shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, my take is more on the Roy side of it. I think that, um, like everybody said, I think it's important that we stand together and understanding when it's important to stand together. That's the main thing. Understanding when it's important to stand together. We can agree to disagree or have our own opinions because we're going to have that anyway. 
But something like this, we have to be on one accord because if not, then it just adds to the divisiveness and it gives different um, it gives different creases for people to kind of divide and conquer. So in this instance, you know, mice didn't want to understand the fact that, yo, at the end of the day, you had a right to feel however you want to feel as an individual. But we're trying to create some sort of status quo or some sort of standard to where these things will not be tolerated. And if you do X, Y, and Z, then these are the consequences. Just like with the Jewish community, because that's the that's the most vicious community when it comes to making people apologize and backtrack. They're gonna twist that. Jerry said the Jews is vicious. No, I said it, but here's here's my thing about that, right? My thing about that is um there have been many uh persecuted people, and you know, Jewish people seem as if their persecution was the worst persecution in mankind history or the history of mankind. And that's just simply not true. That's, that is a fact that that is not true. Um, and so I don't have any problem with any community as a whole. I may not agree with everything that one community does, but I don't agree with everything my community does. So that's where being an individual comes into play. But as far as you know, creating the standard to where if you say one thing that's unfavorable about anything Jewish, you're now made out to be public enemy number one. Like you said, girl, if me saying this right here, they may try to make me out to be this hateful guy, and I'm not. Ten years from now, it's going to come up. Right. Right, Man. right, right. But you know what? Right. You know what I'm Just saying? Just to add a little, uh, my personal opinion, you know why I think they like that, dog? Before Hitler went to do what he did, he led a propaganda campaign through the media. And he was saying that, you know, Jews are taking all of the jobs. Jews are doing this. Jews are doing that. So my personal opinion, it seems like, Anytime somebody with any type of influence says something, they got to cut it off quick because they don't want that shit to snowball how it did before. If you look, um, just to keep it real, if you look at modern time right now, right? Cops is killing niggas left and right. They're killing black people. But think back what happened before this. Social network led a propaganda campaign of black people knocking people out. And black, it was an influx of black violence. So now, to the person who's not around black people, you got the videos of black people fighting, black people knocking each other out, superhuman shit. If you remember, <laughs> they didn't even let that shit, parental discretion advised. There's no more parental discretion advised. I believe it was a conscious propaganda campaign pushed in the faces of middle America. And this is what uh, led to the times we are now with public executions of black people. It, it So they trying to get ahead of that shit. And that's what we need to do. We need to get ahead of these narratives to where, yo, Facebook, 
Why y'all showing these fucking videos? Y'all got to take them shits down. You know, we like looking at them shits entertaining, but we're not thinking of the fucking desensitizing it's doing to ourselves along with other people. You're not outraged when a cop kills somebody no more. It's because you're seeing it every fucking day. Like, it, it, it's, you know, that's the shit that the Jews is trying to get ahead of, which we're behind the eight ball as we speak on it. Where I agree. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, we could table that and, you know, y'all out there can kind of make your own conclusions. Go back if you feel like it and watch the IG conversation. Um, but I just thought that was interesting. Now, speaking of interesting, I kind of want to switch gears totally. And, um, you know, Gert had an a interesting take or topic. So I, I, I'd rather just let you kind of introduce it in terms of, you know, the, the question you want to pose to everybody. So as far as considering yourself in a relationship as a grown, I, I, I have to say grown man, right? You cannot consider yourself in a relationship as a grown man unless you have north of $20,000 in your bank account. If you are not north of a minimum of 20000 in your bank account, that girl ain't yours, bro. And you, you, you kind of got to understand that because when hard times arrive, women, women's number one thing for being with the man is security, right? Um, Financial security holds high in most women's priority list. Now, it may be physical security, whatever, but financial security can pay for physical security if need be. <laughs> um, but just being understanding, if you can't financially help this young lady, she ain't yours. Well, I agree if you can't financially help or support her, then she's not yours. Absolutely, wholeheartedly, no questions asked. Um, the north of 20000 I, I get the point. Um, but I don't know if that's the actual number. But before I go, I want to hear C's take on, on this. Um. All right, grown man age is like 30? Yes. Okay, enough, or whatever. Um, or whatever age you consider yourself for that to be your lady. 25, I mean, some people don't have $20,000. Some people don't make that much to have that. So That ain't your lady. Huh? So that ain't your lady. I'm just saying, all right, let me just <laughs> say this. Um. 30, all right, 30, but, oh, all right, I get what you're saying. I feel that 
in order for me to be in a relationship with someone, I do. I, I if if something was to happen to me, to where that I did need them financially, I would expect them to help me because I sleep next to you. I sleep next to you every night, and I can't call my dad and be like, "Hey, dad, can I have such and such?" And he's gonna be like, "Well, you sleep next to someone every night." So it's kind of like that. And um, yeah, like when my guy. When we decided that we were going to be together, he took on that financial, like not financial responsibility, but he um, kind of understood that you can't call your parents no more. I'm the guy. I, I'm your help. I'm your support system. So he took on that role without me even saying it. Um, but as a woman, um, and I know this is not the most favorable thing. You should have pretty much have your own little, you know, cushion or stash or something because don't nobody want no begging girl. Like if ever something did happen, you need to be able to take care of yourself. Like if y'all break up, if something like, cause you can't depend on him just having everything. And as far as like, um, if you've been with that guy, it's kind of complicated. It's a complicated question because I feel like if I've been with this guy for years, and he's trying to come up, like say he's in like nursing school or something like that, where he has to take extra schooling or he's getting his master's or something, or he's doing something to take his career to the next level. And he may not have it like that because he's going to school or he's going to training or something like that. And you might have to be that support system because you have a good job and you're helping him out. Um, ambition trumps a lot of the times money at that time because i got a question mm -hmm. you you got a man that's in nursing school yeah you're not in the position you're in you're working towards the position you're in we both working yeah both working to get where you're at mm -hmm. your car breaks down mm -hmm. you call him and he ain't got it oh yeah he probably won't mean? huh i said he probably won't Right. So, but how do you feel about him after that? Do do it put a a bad taste in your mouth? Like, I'm 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 here playing house with this nigga. He can't do for me. I need to start leaving my options open. Or do you say, you know what? Who needs a car fix? I'm bust <laughs> now on. Um. Okay. So let's say I was in this position position before, right? And it wasn't so much of me it wasn't that exact same situation but it was a similar situation where i was working towards something and i always had two jobs though so if something went wrong i had enough money saved up to where as though that i can afford my stuff the person that i was with did not have an extra job and they end up asking me for money and I was just like, that's crazy because something happened on his end and he needed me to front him until everything was clear. And I was just, and all right, I had boss. it. I had it and I just told him no. Boss talk right here. <laughs> no, I'm not, it's not boss talk. It's just that I've always had two jobs. Like I've always tried to always just plan for the worst or whatever. Like once I got grown, grown. When I was young, I was doing dumb stuff. But once I got on my own and I was living in my own apartment and I had my own stuff, I could not afford because I had just told my parents to kiss my butt. 
because I was grown. So you can't sit here and be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go back home or I'm gonna ask them for money. No, you grown, you didn't went away, you in a different state and stuff. You gotta learn how to maintain. And I was never too good to work an extra job. But my problem with him was, you are going to have the audacity to ask me for money. Like that is a turn off because I feel like you should be working just as hard as me. At least work two jobs and then I give you the money. But you just working one job, getting off and you tired? I get off of one job, go to the next job and be there to two o'clock in the morning. Got to wake up at 6 a.m. to be at work at 7.30. So what are you talking about? But that's my take. So yeah, you danced around the first part of the question. <laughs> I did but not. You, no, you created you created your own scenario, but you tied it up pretty good. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if you are a guy that's over 30, I don't think there's like a particular like $20,000. I don't think that that is a number that everybody is going to have. But um, I think you should be financially equipped to take care of a woman and to take care of yourself. That's the part that I agree. I, I, I agree. I agree with I that. Like, because, I mean, it might be, it there, might, I'm just saying you have to have a number. And you yeah, have to yeah, be yeah, able yeah. to take care of yourself. Like in yeah. six months, if you get like, they always say like six months, like if something happens in six months and you should have your rent, you should have your car payment. If you got a car payment, you should have your insurance. You should have enough money to eat. Like you should do that. But I'm saying if you are with that guy and y'all both trying to thug it out, like the guy is working towards something good. That's why like a lot of these women sometimes when they break up with a man, they'd be so pissed because they sacrificed and they was out there working in the trenches and working odd jobs. And this man was going to like medical school or like law school. And then once he go and he get his money, he mess around and cheat on you with somebody who didn't hold him down like you did. So that happens a lot of times. It's the fact of sacrificing a woman sacrificing for a relationship is a big deal and men don't really look at that because women don't have to sacrifice no choosing to sacrifice with you for you while you get your shit together again. you you owe her <laughs> you owe her man that's why you gotta get your own yeah. have your own so you ain't gotta owe her that's why she bust your windows out and she <laughs> don't go right because she been putting gas in your car the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> and she know you can't pay to get yeah. them fixed. You and she me? know you can't pay to get them fixed. <laughs> yeah, so now you mad, mad. Yeah. <laughs> F, F still in here was F thoughts. <laughs> Niggas ain't got 20,000. I'm like, you know what? Stop. Toppington. <laughs> I know a lot of niggas ain't got 20, 20 keys in the in the steezy. But uh <laughs> first of all, my suggestion would be find you somebody that's worth saving 20k for. You know what I'm saying? Find you somebody that's gonna you know that's gonna grind with you, that's gonna, you know, be in the trenches with you. Not necessarily, you know what I mean, in the trenches, but you know what I mean. That they endure the hard times, so when the good times come, you know what I mean, you get the good and the bad with it. A lot of niggas saving twenty k for something that ain't even worth four k. No, you know but I'm saying, do you uh, question really? Do you believe relationships cost money? And if you don't have a certain yeah. amount of money, then you're not in a relationship. Okay, <laughs> that's the question. All right. Um, 
tough, man. It's all it's all on the individuals, man. I, I, if I could see two fiends make it happen, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Want some boom, 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 nigga? What? <laughs> if, 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 I'm pretty sure they ain't got twenty dollars in the oh, bank. But if another fiend come with that that blue magic, she's out. <laughs> that 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 no. depends. She's she going see. with who got the best. <laughs> she might look at she might look at the fiend like, ah, baby. You know, as much as I want to, I just can't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, believe me, you know, I've been, you know, been out here ripping and running all day, all my all morning. And I would love, sure would love to get some blue magic. But <laughs> but you know, me and me and me and mine's gonna thug it out to about eight. Me and Yoka's gonna thug it out. Yeah, me and Yoka's gonna thug it out. We're gonna we're gonna stick for the time Brady up the street. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get that uh <laughs> Get that New England, but um, nah, man. <laughs> nah, I mean, you definitely gotta have some kind of stability. Now it all depends right. on the relationship, the dynamics of the relationship, because it goes both ways. A lot of people say the guy should have the bread, but sometimes the, the female ends up having the bread, and then the roles are reversed. You feel what I'm saying? Or sometimes you might be in a manipulative situation to where. The guy has real estate in your mind, you know what I'm saying? And you doing everything that he's supposed to be doing, but he got you so caught up and, and mesmerized and hypnotized, you know what I'm saying, that you doing, you you really footing the bill for everything while he's looking glamorous and flamboyant. You know, that's a whole nother, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, mean, I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying. I don't want to get into the other side of things because, you know, you got a whole real estate in minds too, baby. You know what I mean? But <laughs> it's a lot of things that can happen. Now, money is the main ingredient for a relationship. I agree. Give and take. Stocks and bonds. Left and right. Up and down. Yin and yang. That shit has to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, it's but so many times you're going to say no to the blue magic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you might have said that shit on Monday. By Thursday, she's like, you know what, Cleopas? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> this, this nigga got bundles of joy. You know? <laughs> Tired of this shit. <laughs> but not all women are like that, though. Like, we don't just cave in. Before you see... What a black girl magic. No, I'm just saying. I don't. All, I think. I, I think. I. I think. I think female have a certain tier of tolerance, but I do think. Yeah. It's but so much that. Do y'all think they should? Huh? At, at what age do y'all feel like a woman should start trying to thug it out instead of trading up for the better package? Thug it out. What? So, as far as my question, your twenties, right? You look at your 20s where you're supposed to be young and meet people. You shouldn't tie yourself down to any one person. This is my personal opinion. I, I want to know y'all opinion. I don't think you should tie yourself down to one person until you're at least 30 years old. You should meet people because you like this person, right? But you might find somebody you like more than this person. And now you're in a situation with this person and person A, and you don't even get a chance to explore 
person be when that might be the better match for you. In your 20s, you, you, it, it, you haven't seen enough of life. You haven't seen enough of the world. Just go ahead and say it, brother. Just go ahead and say it. It don't hurt to say it. It's, if Royce and, and my son could say that shit 50,000 different ways, you can go ahead and say it, brother. What's that? And when you were that young, you just. You should be young and fruitful. Not knucking and bucking out this motherfucker. Yes. You know, yeah. <laughs> young and fruitful, but it ain't it that don't mean you gotta fuck everybody. But you should definitely try to meet people. Explore. See, you know, what it is you actually like what you what like you into. You know what I'm keep your options open. Well, you learn that by dating different people. You learn the qualities and different things that you like. But um I don't necessarily think that 20s is all like, oh, this is for your 20s. Because some people are still doing it in their 30s. I don't think that's an age requirement. I do think while you are um, younger, I get what you're saying, why you are, I guess, able to move around a little bit more or whatever, when you don't really have a lot of responsibility, it is easier to go out on dates and do things of that nature. But um so what age what age would you say is a good age to you've seen enough of life and now you but she's saying life. but she's saying she doesn't necessarily subscribe to the yeah, age part per so, se. Uh, all, all, no, I'm all, although she can I, I know, but she already said well, it. Well in my unless you can come up with one. In my huh? life, I lived a great life. So by the time um like, <laughs> uh, I, I had fun. Oh, shit. Talk about it. <laughs> I, I'm not going to talk about it, but I had a great uh, Let's uh, just say. Oh, no, no, watch out, no, no, watch out now. You understand who yes, you are. I was, I was mm -hmm. fine at like 28. 28, I was like, oh, I'm kind of over this scene. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like root beer oh. floats like that. I got Do y'all two feel like <laughs> these numbers 28? Y'all number. Y'all agree? Like I don't ha I don't have a number. I would go with more stability before number. Like if you, if you can be young. More stable. Yeah, whatever whatever stability, like like as long as your finances and your life is stable. And if you're stable. You Start looking to tie yourself down. I I think I don't know I don't know if they're I don't know if they're. Mutually, I don't think you, because like, you talking you talking like tie yourself down like you going aisle five and be like yo pass me some of that tie myself down right there give me some of that I don't think it's like that I think it's more so like. The mindset. Yeah, I think it's a mindset, and then after it's your mindset, mindset is correct, then if you find something that's worth tying them down with. Then I think you do that. I right. think the problem is niggas tie themselves down without stability, so then all the problems occur. You feel what I'm saying? I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's true. I agree because because you speaking right. All right. So Hole came out with the song years ago, "30s and New 20, Right. Once I turned thirty, <laughs> that was I under I understood what he was saying from the standpoint of okay, I've heard, I've also heard life starts at thirty for men. Like I kind of understood that because. By 30, you've lived a little bit, you've experienced a little bit, and you should kind of understand some shit enough to, you know, have your direction um, on point. And so by then, you know, hopefully maybe your mindset has, has matured to a point where you understand this is the best decision versus this is not the best decision. You're still going to make mistakes along the way, but like as far as having that sense of direction, when you're younger, 
you don't give a fuck about direction. As you get older and after you've experienced whatever, whatever, then it's like, all right, kind of see where I should be, should be going or where I should be headed. And then if you understand that, then it's like, all right, well, if I want to head in this direction, I got to have this in order. I got to have this in order. I got to have this in place. Like, so I get what you're saying, but I still don't specifically think it's tied down to a specific age because everybody's different. But I do think it is more of a mindset. And once you have that mindset, you got to be honest with yourself to say, okay, since I have this mindset, this is the way that things need to be in order for in us to work. If I had to pick a number, I would say probably like mid-30s. If I had to pick a number. I think everybody, for the most part, understands somewhat of what this thing about we're doing right now so by mid-30s you should be knowing like all right this that and third bop, bop, bop. mid-30s is late as hell like mid like 35 or yeah 35 i say because girls talking about like tying down out the game you can't come outside you got to be in by a certain time like where the I hell are you going so. type tie down what, that's what you're talking about girl yes I heard that in his voice, so I knew what he was talking about. You know what I'm saying? I think mid 30s. Yeah. A, a man's number is going to be different than a woman's number. A man's number is definitely going to be different than a woman's number. Yeah, because mid 30s is like, nigga, bye. Like, I ain't waiting till you turn no dance on 35, 36. I, I got time. Like, my, I can't even probably have babies at that time. Like, so what are we doing? Yeah, that's what females always say. Yeah, because it's true. Especially but, black females. You know see, how many complications we got? So see, this is... But that's this why, is cool. like my nigga T.K. Kirkland say, it's a, it's a whole batch of them graduating in June. <laughs> <laughs> Every year. It's a bunch of Every year. Year you know what I mean? <laughs> they, you, know, they, you know, they come home, they coming out with that debt. A nigga like me with that wop, <laughs> they got that wop and that and that and that and that motherfucking them three numbers under six. Shit, <laughs> I hope I hope your experience get up. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you I hope your motherfucking uh, FICO score. You know what I'm saying? Come on over. Hey, there you know. I just, niggas made a whole song and told her to come on over. Come on over to my place. Matter of fact, that's what he said. Oh, <laughs> nigga lied the whole song, too. Nigga said, you won't be under any kind of pressure and then pressure to the whole song. Uh, who said that? Teddy <laughs> P. Nigga said. Oh, oh, no. I thought you were talking about the new one. I remember Teddy P's, but who sung the, like, the, the newer version? It was like, come on over to my place. Oh, so- yeah. I don't know. It was a it was me, a new me and F got a me and F got a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we was on that, that song. Nine years ago. <laughs> like, come on over. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we dead ass got a song like that. That's mad funny. Well yeah, I That's guess age funny. is just subjective, I guess. I would go with stability before age, but if I had to pick an age mid thirties. But females time clock is a little different because Females do always express around that time. They not like they rather have kids in their they rather have kids earlier than their thirties. From what all the women I talk to, yeah, because right. it's stressful and it's hard. If you haven't, the thing is this, right? If a if a man hasn't realized that, 
as a woman, you're putting false expectations on him. And this is why I was saying that what? because if a Elab man elaborate, brother. Hasn't a, a man is a man has to be content with himself okay. in order to assimilate himself into the westerns work the westerns construct <laughs> of a relationship. Nigga, that's where you going? Look, Raptivist. We don't have time for this. I said, "What a dig into that Webster, didn't he?" Uh, <laughs> Raptivist Gert. Don't nobody got time for this. Just say I'm what just you saying. Say. If a man hasn't right, spit that out. shit out, come on. Huh? <laughs> just say what get you gotta out. say. Yeah, right, that's it. Western construction civilization of a nigga. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I'm with you. Um, who you met? Wait, Gert, this is an underliner because you know Gert is always sneak this in the nigga. Who don't got 20K and they want a girl? Who is this? Who is this topic about? <laughs> <laughs> you know a nigga that want a girl? The whole world, <laughs> The whole no, world. Saying, <laughs> Gert you wait, sneak this in one of his homeboys. He's like, this nigga. Uh, like, nigga, nigga, you ain't got no friends. Too cheap I'm never, I'm never sneak this and never. Snigger can't get a girl. I'm just saying if you can't financially help someone when they in need, she belong to the game, man. Let uh -huh. that woman go and handle her business, man. Don't hold her back. And you you just there for a nut. And she got real life situations and you stopping her from getting done the shit she need to get done. Let her go see Sal. South, uh, yo, old boss, Hall Cuddy, Cuddy tighten her up, and then she ain't gonna tell you to will your ass a job. You good <laughs> if she still see Cuddy? I can't. You get in where you fit in, and you all good. You know that nigga was the baddest nigga that side of Nikki Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> Cuddy, I like Cuddy. Bringing home wow. the groceries. A nigga had the lollipop like this. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga had the lollipop like this. No, I never seen the nigga fuck with a lollipop like that. See you later, Hold on. Hold, hold on. Let me let me let me pivot it slightly, right? Because there was another um interesting question posed to the group. So I just wanna, you know, bring it to the pod. Um before, if you're in a relationship, right? Before you speed, I'm gonna just let the world know I'm I'm the four syllable guy. I'm put something on it. So if you wanna deal with niggas like me, it's a ton of a ton of us out there. We the type of niggas like, yo, I need help with the bills. Oh, how much you got? How much is the bill? Eleven hundred. What you got? Six? Oh yeah, I'll put something on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you got yo, we going out to eat. How much is the bill? It's eighty. You gonna leave a tip? Oh, baby, you know me, baby. I'm gonna put something on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that, that, I, I, I ain't want to stop you though, but I'm just letting you know it's a ton of us out there. Get you one. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, but so in a relationship, right? Um, if you're dating a female and she has a roommate, if the roommate walking around and like you know sexy shit, lingerie, booty shorts, or just not like really dressed like that. To the men, obviously first. How she look though? You think? Do you think? Well, hold on, hold on. But listen to the full question. Listen to the full question. Okay. Do you think? <laughs> do you think she try to fuck, or, or the the other part of that question is, 
would you try? So that's probably where we get to how she looked, maybe potentially rules. But um, I'll, I'll go to you first. Do you think that if a chick walking around the house like that, she know like I, she know her roommate, her girl got her man coming over, or she know he's there, and she ain't do nothing to kind of like you know offset the visuals. She just walk around how she normally would walk around when it's just y'all two, bra and panties, or maybe not that flagrant, but just you know some sexy shit. You think she trying to throw it at you? She trying to hit at it? Part A and then part B is. If that's the case, would you even try? So I'm gonna ask you, Woozy, first. See, this is shit that made Diamond be her cousin up in Players Club. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's two parts because it could be on one side, you, you know, a guy automatically thinks like, "Oh my God, she's throwing it at me. Oh my God, she can't resist me." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at her. She came in. Hey, yo, bitch came in with a whole sweatsuit. Nigga talking about she put that on for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You see how her left cheek just jumped when I looked at it? You know what I mean? Yeah, but um, <laughs> uh, on that side, it's like, ah. Uh, but then on the other side, sometimes they might view you as just one of the homies, a little bro or whatever, and they'd be like, man, that ain't nobody. That's Jerz. So that's Wolves. So I don't know. It's a tough one. I know, I know, I know, I know, oh, I know that would never happen to me. You know what I'm saying? I know I, know I would never even be in that situation because, um, my my woman will be done checked that before it came out the door. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. I think I mean it all depends on the relationship you have with your lady. Now if your lady is 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 is, is uh, a little bit on the boisterous side, you know what I mean? A little bit of outgoing, so to say, entanglement style, then y'all don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That might be their twist, you know what I'm saying? So it sounds like to me you're saying it's more of a respect thing than anything, or am I wrong in that? Yeah, my nigga, like that's like if your uncle come through that just came home with his shirt off, talking about yo, y'all need some, y'all want something to drink, y'all good? Y'all want your girl, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you like, uh, put your yeah. shirt on, my nigga. Like what you, fuck right? What you, what you doing? What you trying to do? Yeah, yeah what what, are you, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Gert, what, Gert, that's the interesting Gert, what question, you, dude. Yeah, so y'all, y'all feel the kind. Uh, I answer your shit, but I don't want to miss this. Y'all niggas feel insecure if niggas take their shirt off around y'all. Nah. What nah. you mean? I don't feel nah. I don't but I, I don't I don't feel insecure if somebody take their shirt off around me, but I feel like just like women no women, niggas no niggas. So And I'm if, a crib, if, nigga ain't just gonna right, be <laughs> unrobing like, in my house talking about yo, it's yeah, out of here. Like, yeah, like, top yeah, like what's the <laughs> what's the scenario? You know what I'm saying? What's the scenario? Like, you know what I'm saying? What what are we talking about? Yeah, if we in the park, that is what it is, but like we right, watching yeah. You know what I mean? We watching Power. Yeah, and all this stuff. Nigga, Tariq must have moved, and they see you know your uncle take his shirt off. Like, it was out of here. Like, what the fuck? You don't put this shit back on, nigga? Fuck out of here. He tried to show off. Oh, shit. Word. But, uh, yeah, Gert, so, so yeah, so, so, what do you, what do you think? You think she's subliminally saying something to you? And I'll even add another layer to it. Do you think she's subliminally saying something to you? Do you think she kind of don't really give a fuck and kind of may have a lack of respect for her, her roommate because she just like, I'm aware what I wear because this is what I normally wear. I'm home. And then the second part or the third part of that is, would you try to hit it if that scenario was was presented? It ain't, I, I think it's all personality. You know what type of person, you know? If she, 
if she comes sit on the couch with the panties and bra on, like, yo, what y'all watching? Or if she fucking is that's crazy person. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, she run to go get watching. some Kool Aid out the fridge. You now, my man. and run back in her room you know like it it, it just depends on the person out there you know you know your girl gonna let you know the vibe before you even figure it out oh hell no this bitch if you hear one of them then (laughs) you know what time it is yeah but some people like that like some people you know in your home it's ill. I, I never had no roommates, never. So it's, I, I don't privilege. know. Look at the privilege. privilege. Yeah, definitely. Nah, go, ahead. Go, ahead, go ahead, King. Go ahead, King. Continue, my bad. <laughs> he had 20K at 20. <laughs> 20K, I was sitting somewhere that one cool. I mean, at 20, <laughs> my 20 was fucked up. <laughs> I had 60 roommates at 20. <laughs> well, we off that though. Oh, we off that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just depends on the person. Some people, <laughs> some people like that. So I don't, you know, in your home, you' supposed to be comfortable. That's how I feel like. So to have a roommate to where you can't be as comfortable as you see fit, but that's what you sign up for when you get a roommate. You know what I'm saying? But having a roommate is different than having a roommate with company. It's different. Well, you got to, but y'all, y'all might not have talked about that. Y'all might have said at the beginning, yo, no niggas over after nine. And it's <laughs> 10, 15 every night. Your man there on the layup line. You might be like, you know what? Like, I'm not, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about them, but this is my after 10 attire. You break the <laughs> rules on some shit like, you know? So now we're going to see it. Just how real, just how real shit is. So, see, what do you, what do you think? <sighs> Hell no, you're not about to walk around my nigga with your little short shorts on and stuff and think that everything is cool. It's disrespectful. I don't even wear like tank tops or nothing like that. Like, I try not to do that, like around somebody, man, or something. Not saying like they gonna look at me or something, but it's just a matter of respect. You just and. To be quite frank, like when my roommates, because I've had some, when they used to have men come over, half of the time I wasn't there. And then um, I would just go in my room if I was. Like it wouldn't be like, no, oh, I'm come down and get some juice. Like, I mean, I know he there. I just make sure I got all my stuff in my room and I'm good. I ain't got to come down there unless we like, unless I see them like where it's like we share a bathroom or something like that and I got to go use the restroom. That's the only time, but I really try to give my um, roommates respect. I try to get lost because I know what they're trying to do. And I'm not a disrespectful person, so I'm not dressing like that in front of nobody's man. I don't even care if he's just like a little fling. I'm not doing it. And you're right, um, Woozy. I would curse my uh, friends out um, before that even happened. She would get cursed out. But none of my friends have ever disrespected me like that. We all got respect for each other. There it is. No, because all my we we respect each other. Now that's real. Because you room with your Mm -hmm. friends. I mean, your your friends are not going to try to 
disrespect you like that if they really your friend. Right. And if not, you know she's just a hoe. And how do you treat that, though? If it were to happen, right? Because obviously it never happened, but creating a scenario, you said you would curse them out, but would it stop at a curse? Like, if she come downstairs, right? Let's say she got a fat ass, <laughs> and you know her to be the girl that mad niggas want. And she come downstairs with the short, short ass out, you know what I mean, uh, a tank top on with no bra, and she in the kitchen getting something to drink. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, how do you handle that scenario? How do I approach that? I would not approach her in front of my dad. Right there. Okay. Because that's, okay. I, that's real stupid. Too much. Yeah. Um, I have respect for my friends. So that's a sidebar. That's like, you hey. When he turned his head to look, he um, do that? My, my guys would never do that. They, they wouldn't. <laughs> I, and I like somebody walk in the room. You don't know what's in the room. You turn to see they what's wouldn't. in the room. They wouldn't do it. He not looking. He came in, nigga, like this. I. He got them trained. I know. All the young players, all the young players out there. This is where shades come in handy, brothers. This is where peripheral comes in handy because you could look out your peripheral and not. It sound like abuse. Abuse works in both ways. See. <laughs> Like you better not look. fucking look, you motherfucker. I'm just saying. Yeah. Start like, doing like, this to the nigga. If you look at your peripheral, that's something different because you ain't turning your head. But if you turning your head, that's something that they're not going to do. I know that. Uh, you got to be like this. That's oh, worse, man. I think. See, you on some pimping Snooky. No. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's gorilla pimping. You're not going to turn your head. Not, not when I'm not right there. You're not going to do that. Oh, no one has ever been that disrespectful to me, ever. For you to catch him. I'm turning my head. I don't care. I'm turning my head. Shit, like a, like a shovel, I could dig it, see? I could dig but, it. <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, my men, I've only had probably, like, one instance where it was, like, a nigga that was for the streets. But for the most part, me and my friends, we don't really have the same taste in men. And then it's kind of like... My guy only is my guy. Like, yeah, I have friends that are gorgeous, all different flavors of whatever. But I know that my guy is my guy. And I'm going to bring him around my friends. If I felt like he was for everybody, he don't come around. And the person that I felt like was for everybody didn't come around, and he was for everybody. So it didn't It didn't matter, you know? You see, a nigga could look. No reckless eyeballing when you would see. You got to dial that back a little bit. <laughs> See a nigga can look, man. You can look at somebody in the street, but you can't look at my friends. That's that's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You can look at I I'll say like, oh dad, don't she look at her ass, her ass is fat. I'll say that, or I'll say she's a really like we be like Oh girls say they say that. That's the The funny yo, the funny the funny shit is niggas I can get with a chick that say that, right? And then nigga be like, Well, I I ain't even see it. (laughs) But I'll be like right there. I see it's different for me because my thing is like even when we watch Empower, the girl that's the um, I said it's a lot of beautiful women on Power. I said the professor is beautiful. The girl that's like supposed to be half black and uh and Spanish, she's beautiful. And the girl that plays uh Malik's the girl that's in school, Lauren or whatever, she played on Everybody Hates Chris. I said they're all beautiful girls. And he'll be like, yeah, they're nice. Like he thinks I'm gonna be like, oh no, <laughs> he's trying to trick. Wait, this is a this is a perfect segue, right? <clears throat> because the celebrity or the girl that's quote unquote far away or whatever, right? 
like is there a is there a level is there a tolerance level that you have for your man saying oh like she's pretty oh she's attractive or oh she's a bad bitch or oh she got a fat ass or oh damn like like what's your what's your what's your le- if, if, if if y'all watching some shit nigga like damn like are you mad or are you all are you able to say damn she is kind of you know what i mean like how how do where does that where do you fall on that skin i have eyes i have eyes he has eyes it's this show called double cross it's like this ghetto this ghetto show is it, but it's it's good well, I shouldn't call it ghetto, but it's a black casting show, and it's kind of good. I like it. The guy is two twins. The girl is fine, and the guy that they got playing the guy twin is fine, too. So when he comes on, I said, when we were watching it together, and I said, oh, they got good eye candy for both. And he was just like, uh, well, yeah, she's pretty. She's like, or whatever. He was agreeing with me that she was pretty, but I was like, yeah, but the guy, you know, he looked good too. So I'm not like. <laughs> yeah, don't double down on, don't double down on the guy. Let double, me just help you out. He, well, I double down <laughs> on that guy because the guy looked I'm telling you as your friend, don't double down. He did the right thing. Oh no, she's pretty. That's, that's. That's the respect that he has. Wait, but this Your is double down is like nah. But did you see? Like yo, you gotta relax. <laughs> but I'm just saying that I don't think I'm not. I'm not dumb. I know you look. I know you see women all the time. I know you go to the gym. You see the little girls working out. You see girls when you go. Little girls. I mean, whatever. <laughs> you see them in a supermarket. You you work with women. Like so, I'm not dumb. Like to the point that you're going to run into attractive women, but I am secure enough in my relationship to know that I am it for that person until he tells me I'm not it. I'm secure. You could look because I look like everybody looks and whether you think the girl on TV is not obtainable or not, like you still, he's still walking through life every day. And sometimes the girl on TV might be obtainable. You never know. They might be able to get them. So it's not. I, I just don't have any hateration in my dancery. Like I just, you know, <laughs> I just let it go. <laughs> Word. Um, Perfect segue what, what to power. Oh uh, no! What? What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> that was a layup. That was a layup. So on the latest episode that. of Power. Nah, I know. I ain't what? No money from fifty to. I don't even know what the question power. is at this point. What's the question? <laughs> we went from. Roommates to turn your head. Look, <laughs> yeah, turn your head. Reckless eyeballing. All right, so so fuck it. We ain't even going. We 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 want, but look, we we tell y'all every week, and y'all been doing it, and we appreciate like all of the feedback. Um, because we want to know, you know, what I'm saying what y'all think. As far as I'm concerned, if you watching the show, if you listening to a podcast, and you not talking back to it, it's not engaging enough. So. I've been getting a lot of that feedback about people commenting on things that we said or commenting on IG. And um, we just want more of that because that's really kind of what it's all about is, is the engagement between the, the us and the listeners. Um, so um, without making this, you know, a super long drawn out pot, uh, before we do get out of here, um, you know, we always kind of give our sports takes. And obviously right now the playoff is in the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. You got Boston down 2-1 to the Heat. You got the Lakers up 2-0 over Denver. And, of course, football is, is, uh, is back. So, first of all, um, without going a full deep dive, 
Um, is it going to be the Lakers in Miami, or does anybody else have a different take for the NBA Finals? No, as of right now, that's what it's looking like. It could be, it could be Miami and and the um, what's the Nuggets, right? Yeah, it could be, but you know what I mean, definitely Miami coming out the East. I would say more so the Lakers. But Miami and how many games? Gert, go. Huh? You think Miami winning coming out the East? Yeah, I got Miami coming out the East. How many? How many games? That might go seven. I can see that going seven. Uh, Wolves, Miami, how many games? What, the the Eastern Finals or the Finals Finals? Eastern Finals. Yeah, I think it could go all the way. Who are they playing? Boston, right? Who are they playing right now? Boston. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, six or seven. I'll go seven, though. I'll be generous and go seven. Where I'm going to just stick with because that was my pick from the beginning, so I just got to stick with it. So my pick was Boston to come out the East from the beginning. So I'm going to just go Boston at seven. Okay. And um, and then we all agree, I guess. Well, you said Denver maybe, but L.A. probably. Wolves? Yeah, that one I'm not too – I'm not too, like, confident, like, as I am with Miami <laughs> and Boston. Because game two was a hell of a game. Game two was a hell of a game, and they almost did it. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, And, you know, our last pod, I said Nuggets, and niggas was like, oh, yeah, oh, all right, no problem. And then, you, know <laughs> I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Where, all right, and, um, and then, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't really want to talk too much about football. I just want to say that, you know, it was a great day Cowboy to be a Cowboy. It was a great, yeah. It was a, it was a great, it was a great day, a great week to be a Cowboy fan. I am, I am that, and um, yeah, y'all seen it. I ain't got to, I ain't got to do too much. Y'all seen it. Well, y'all play, uh, y'all playing the Seahawks and Chiefs and Ravens Monday night, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Everything else is gonna be, you know, paint drying on the wall, so to speak. Yeah, Russ, Russ, Russ is dumb nice, yo. Russell Wilson is dumb nice. Like, that's all I got on that. <laughs> like, he's nice. Um, but yeah, so, um, all right, so Lakers, for me, Lakers, Boston, in the finals. We'll see how that plays out by the next time we pop. Um, and yeah, um, continue to. Subscribe, continue to share the links, continue to spread the word. Um, every week, every Tuesday, you know what I mean? We coming to you live in the rec on Spotify and Apple. And uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Y'all got any last words? Yeah, I just watched this movie called Rob the Mob. Shit fire. That's all I got. All right. What is on? YouTube, free. Free 99. It's the best, the best, the best price. Okay. YouTube. Wherever, yeah. YouTube movies. Rob the mob. Shit fire. 4K. <laughs> <laughs> Word. All right. So, I mean, we can check that out. Y'all can check that out. And um, until next time, everything Rico. Right out. What you say? What you say? See you, the soldier. Right out. Yeah. Yeah.
I'm from the hood where the dropouts is banging for the feeling. For houses with TVs hanging from the ceiling. You gamble on ball courts, keep the paint peeling. You either play ball or rap if you ain't dealing. I stuck in the past, shit changed since the 80s. I know ladies that got babies with babies. Out here is basketball and speed bags and guns that'll stiffen you up like freeze tags. Rico music, Rico music, Rico music.